Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist, working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, 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 grateful day, everybody. So I am super excited to be back on the audio podcast. I definitely have missed you all um, in terms of just showing up on this platform and connecting with you, even though I cannot see you. And so today's a very special episode. Truth be told, um, I just came back from a facial, put on some skims like lounger pajamas, and something was pulling uh, me in terms of like intuition to really pull you into my world so that you can understand and take something from um, me moving you through the cycles of what business looks like when it goes through changes, some for the good, sometimes not the good, over a long period of time. So what do I mean by that? I'm not saying that every single month is like a big change. However, we are in a time where over the last three years, if you ran a business since 2020, you know that we've been through some roller coasters as it has to do with the change in our economy as it relates to what was happening in 2020 with the pandemic um, and mental health just taking a turn for even going online. And even though it may have been a blessing in disguise for a lot of therapists, there was still change that needed to be accepted. And then it did not go away. And a lot of therapists did not go back to their offices. Therefore, they had to invest in maybe the upkeep of their home. They needed to go find a workspace. They needed to go find a private space to do therapy in their house, right? And then over the last two years, so it's like an overlap, we've had this season of inflation for a little over a year now at the time of this recording where we were introduced to inflation in our face in March of 2022. 
Okay. So in this episode, I really want to get down to the nitty gritty and talk about how I do believe that it is still time for therapists to manifest a stream of income. Even though I talk about streams, I really hope that you will hone in on that. This is not a plural word. It is a new stream of income. And I want to bring you into my world in terms of reflecting over all of the major, bigger programs, even if you have never heard of any of them, right? Um, I want to do a reflection of all the programs to um, so that you can see why I may even be moving the way that I'm moving online as it relates to sometimes I'll low-key disappear because I need room to think. I need to be able to process information. And as you prepare for a live event in which you are taking a team of like 15 people to Vegas, there's a lot of moving pieces. You know, you're going to have over 50 attendees. It is a lot to ensure that, you know what I'm saying, everything still runs smooth on top of us still serving students in three major programs at the same time, okay? So I'm gonna do a reflection and I wanna pull in the term manifestation and specifically talk about what your role is as it relates to how you manifest, okay? So this can apply to things beyond business, But what you want to consider, which is what I've been practicing, which is why I'm sharing it, is your job, your responsibility when you're manifesting something in your life or any other part, business career, is the what and the why. The how is not your job. Now, that does not mean that you will not have to show up and do the work. But if you declare what the why is and what the what is clearly, then if you pay close attention, walk around with your eyes and ears you know, wide open, you don't fill up all of your space on your calendar so that, you know, your intuition can give you downloads. Or if you're like me and you speak to your higher power, sometimes I just feel like it's too much noise, whether it's checking your email, checking your social media, scrolling, cooking, doing your hair, taking a shower, taking care of the kids, taking out the trash, spending time with your partner, spending time with your girls. I mean, we can go on and on, but I really want you to think about how noisy your life is. And this is potentially part of the reason why you either A, cannot stay focused on whatever you already have going on, but B, you cannot even entertain the idea of change, enhancement, or entertaining something new because it's too much stimulation, okay? And that's the conversation that I've been having with my team, specifically with therapists, because you're overstimulated every day if you see clients, you know what I'm saying? So you really have to take care of yourself. So I'm gonna walk you through four different products and or services. And I'm really going to hyper-focus on the what and the why. Now, if you're currently part of this programs, then you will get more of a sneak peek in terms of why I created it and why I show up the way that I do. Maybe why I ask so many questions. Maybe why sometimes in particular programs, because I may not expect that group to have as many questions in the beginning because of the structure of the program. It may be more mindset work. You'll hear a lot of that come out. But mainly as you think about your stream of uh, income right now, mostly beyond mental health services, unless that's where you are, I really want you to not necessarily listen to and take notes and try to implement everything that I'm doing in my programs, but try to see what were the learning lessons because those are things that I'm going to share as well. Now, this may end up turning into a series because right now I'm really feeling the energy of just really sharing with y'all what's happening, okay? And this is happening 
in lifetime. This is not something that I've reflected on that happened three years ago. It's happening today. So first program is our main signature program. And I say main signature because it is the one that has been launched the most times, which is the Dope Therapist Academy Manifest a Profitable Private Practice. So let's talk about the what and the why. I have been coaching one-on-one for a long time. I won't go all up into that. That's spread out across a lot of podcasts. But bottom line is once I start promoting that I am a therapist coach for private practice in the public beyond talking to people through referrals from, you know, colleagues from jobs and things like that. And just, you know, talking to people in a DM, I started to get more direct messaging specifically on Instagram, a little bit on Facebook, but more on Instagram, which is why I'm over there more. And they really started to ask me for help in terms of how to create either a private practice from scratch, but honestly, I got a lot of inquiries about people being stuck in their private practice, not seeing their ideal clients, wanting to get off insurance panels or wanting to get on insurance panels and really just not understanding the the business aspects of building the infrastructure of a business, okay? So because I was receiving so many questions, initially, yeah, I was working with people like more one-on-one. And then I realized that, I had addressed the problem with everybody one-on-one, but they were lacking a community. That's what they told me. Like, hey, do you have any other clients that are going through what I'm going through? Because I just feel like I'm by myself. Well, why do they feel that way? Because nobody is talking about it, right? Everybody just talking about like, I want a business. You may be talking about what may be going wrong in your business, but nobody's really talking about how you can solve the problem together. Okay, so that's where the DTA program was born, because I realized that I was saying the same thing to like six clients that were on my load, per se, for coaching one on one at the same time within like a two year time span. Okay, and so what can I review about that program? Okay, the what and the why is I chose to continuously have this program, but also why I developed it was because people were reaching out to me. So you may have heard people say like, you know, how did you find your niche? And some people may say, I didn't find my niche, my niche found me. And then you fell in love with who you serve or what problem you solve. And then you just kept doing it over and over. You didn't go out and seek it out. But I do believe that there was some type of magnetic attraction because the universe and your higher power already knows what you're good at, right? So if you show up and you showcase what you're good at, it's going to automatically be attracted to you, even if it takes longer than you anticipated. Okay. So alongside of like the private practice program, I realized that with that specific program, the success of that program, if we're talking about launching a stream of income over and over again, or having opening slots, if you do like one-on-one work, or you go out and do workshops and you want to do maybe the same topic over and over again, success came from consistency. So does this mean that I did not enhance or change or expand the DTA program? I absolutely did. I changed it. I'm not changed it. I enhanced it almost every six months based on the feedback that we were receiving. But I was consistent in that therapists know at this point who know me and know my product or my brand. They know I'm at least going to have like two cohorts a year, you know, at minimum, even though we've had way more than that. And the reason for that is because of the times that we were in and more and more therapists were asking for help. And if I have the capacity to do it, I'm going to do it. Now, one big thing that helped me be able to show up 
at the frequency level that we did with launching DTA is that one, I will say that I'm an experimenter. So that's one thing you do want to know about me because not everybody has the bandwidth to experiment with something. And if it doesn't work, you can walk away. I have that bandwidth. So if you wonder like, why did she launch this once and she didn't launch it again? Whatever happened on the back end in terms of the structure, the clientele, the feedback, if something was not working, even if it was like the show rate, right? If I'm no longer aligned with it, I ain't doing it, <laughs> okay? And But not everybody's like that, right? And so um, that was one thing is that I'm an experimenter. So I was okay with accepting the feedback and then implementing it to make the program better or just recognizing that the structure in which we have this problem to be solved isn't working. But then I tend to just move it over to something else. I never like let a idea die, you know? It, it just may take a while to like come back up. But one of the biggest things is that I don't have a cap on how many people I can serve in this program, nor do I have a cap outside of, yeah, my schedule. But I'm saying like, I can launch this as many times as I would like in a calendar year. I can launch it in a bootcamp series. I, the bootcamp series can be every day for three days, four days, five days. And I've tried them all. The bootcamp can be spread out where it can be like Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then there's open enrollment for DTA the following Monday, which means that it's a three-week process, right, with a Facebook group. Um, I can do a one-time webinar. There's just a variety of ways that I've done DTA. I've done Evergreen where you pre-record something and then you just put people through a funnel and you send them the reminder emails to enroll. I've done it all. And guess what? With every single way that I've launched, I've gotten enrollees, whether it was one or 30 or 40, okay? So it shows me that the problem that I'm solving is profitable and that I'm making an impact. And that's why that program can be launched multiple times, okay? Because we're at the point where it is literally rinse and repeat, at least right now at the time of this recording, because some people go back and listen to old podcast episodes and binge listen, which is cool, but this is October, 2023, and what that means is that I'm currently in the energetic flow of, of launching live, but there may come a point in my season where I may say, you know what, even though I really desire to do a boot camp, I don't have the energy to do it. But what does that mean? That means that I can just launch it a different way. I can record some series for the boot camp and then make it available, right? And so that's DTA. That's the what and the why. And because I declared what I wanted and why I wanted it to transform therapists to create a product that addressed one problem and give them a community, the how showed up when these people were saying, do you have other people? And I'm like, huh, you have to pay attention to subtle things that may come up that may actually be telling you the direction that you need to be moving, okay? Because for a while, I was telling myself, therapists only want to do one-on-one. Well, that may be true to a degree, but it's not all the way true. Because if that's the case, I wouldn't have launched DTA as many times as I did. And it's been over 18 times at this point. Now let's go on to CE workshop. So let's talk about the what and the why for that. You may have participated in a CE workshop, whether you secured a seat, meaning you purchased a seat, or it was complimentary because you either signed up for like a conference, um, you were part of our mastermind, you know, during a certain year where that may have been a bonus, or maybe it was a bonus during a certain early bird period for our private practice program. Whatever the case may be, we hosted or I hosted in-person and virtual CE workshops. Now I have done way more virtual than I have in-person, okay? So Clearly the what is the CE workshops, but let's talk about the why. 
I started to have a desire as the students who were in DTA were graduating and just like watching me do other things in my business, they started to say like things like, hey, how did you do that? How did you launch that? Um, you you send emails. I want to learn how to send emails. I want to follow my people. I want to have a newsletter. I want to have a podcast. I, you know, w- whatever I was doing, they were just like, how are you doing all this? You know? So instead of me locking in to like a course, right? What I chose to do is do little teasers. So there was a membership that I'll just insert in here that I've done a few podcast episodes about. And the the CE workshops actually went hand in hand with this membership. So what that meant was when the membership first started in January of 2020, it what the goal was, which is overlapping with the CE workshops, was to expand therapists' minds in the way that they can do other things beyond one-on-one therapy. How did I want to expand their mind? How can they show up on social media through branding and marketing? How can they position themselves to take their expertise in their therapy practice and then create a speaker's kit? And then they can go and tell people, hey, I can actually serve more than one person solving the same problem through a workshop or something. Some of them wanted to learn about email marketing because they were starting to tap into maybe I want to launch digital products. So they wanted to know how did I do email marketing either for them to, for example, get into the Dope Therapist Academy. Some of them wanted to learn just the fundamentals of what is a funnel? What are the phases of a launch? What are all the intricate details to a group practice? Because I see a lot of my friends doing it and or, or I low-key may be doing it or I don't know if I'm doing it because I hired an intern, if that sounds familiar. But I feel like it's a lot more than this because I feel like I'm actually working more than working less. And you keep saying that scaling is working less and earning more, but that's not what's happening in my business. So I need some help. And then, of course, another more broader area is just like service expansion, which kind of goes hand in hand with like workshops and taking what you do one on one and applying it one to many, whether it be group therapy in your private practice, groups in a community, collaborating with a community agency, being written into their grants. I'm not a grant writer. I don't show them how to be written into grants, but we mainly just talked about how can you position yourself as the expert beyond one on one therapy? So as we started this membership program, I started recognizing that when I would host random CE workshops, whether it was one in LA or one online, and this was also in the midst of clearly the pandemic, they were hungry for the information, hungry. So it got to the point where I literally was hosting one CE workshop every single month. Remember I said I was an experimenter. I rebranded the membership, relaunched it that summer after I invested in another, because I'd already taken one, but I wanted to take a specific membership course for, it was about $3,000 at the time. And it really helped me structure and enhance my current um, existing you know, membership. And so I implemented everything from the course and then I relaunched it. And I told people, hey, we have two tiers to the program. You can stay at your rate because I you know, grandfather people in and you can come to the workshop still, or we can cancel your current subscription because it is a subscription, meaning you can cancel your membership at any time and it'll be double the amount, which was still like under a hundred dollars. And not only can you come to the workshops, but you'll also earn three or six APA CEs every single month that we do a CE workshop. So that's like a double dipper. You're showing up once a month to a CE workshop. You're getting three to six CEs, depending on most of them are three uh, CEs because we were doing it like on a Tuesday evening or something like that. We weren't doing weekends until like 2021, 2022. And I started getting a lot of traction, at least for people wanting to be, you know, in that membership. And so 
one of the things clearly that we ran into is I had some reservations around guaranteeing that every single workshop would be approved. Now, luckily we didn't run into no issues because the CE workshop people like love me in terms of like the company. So they were like, do whatever you need to do. And especially because over time, I just start doing the same CE workshops after a year and just repeating the cycle. Then it just became easier for me to like guarantee that I know my course would be approved, right? So what were the benefits for, let's just hyper-focus on the CE workshops, When there was no in-person component, similar to DTA, there is no cap on how many people I can serve in that CE workshop, right? Another benefit, honestly, for everything that I do is that I still show up as a teacher. I will coach you through, you know, asking more questions so that we can dive deeper into what's going on in your business, but you do need to speak up. And that's more in the coaching programs, but I still show up as a teacher and that's like my genius zone, right? So, I always love doing like the PowerPoint slides and then at one segment saying Q&A and then on one segment doing breakout session and then coming back together and talking about it. Like that is how I ran my college courses for like 18, 19 years, right? So there was also no cap on how many workshops I can have outside of my capacity. So if I wanted to have two a month, as long as I applied for it, I could. Some of the cons. If there was an in-person component that will require either people to travel to me and during that time, A lot of people were not traveling, clearly, in 2020, 2021. And then as the world started to open and I would have to travel, when you travel for a live event, you do want to consider what kind of help you need. The last live CE workshop that we had in person outside of a conference was in New York of August 2021. It was fun. One of my friends like met me out there, Dr. Roche, um, but she just like made a trip out of it as well. We did like therapists have to pay for it, but we said, hey, who wants to go to the escape room like the next day? Um, And that was like a Sunday. That was super fun. A couple of them met us for that and we bonded and stuff. And some of them are actually in the mastermind. So that was pretty dope. Like they joined the mastermind or they were already part of it. But it was also just people who just wanted to connect and like have a therapist fun day kind of thing. But One of the things I recognize when it has something to do with travel is that like I can't predict airline tickets. Now, luckily back then, airline tickets were not where they are in 2023, but the hotel rooms were, right? And luckily it was just me and my husband at that time traveling. What if I needed another team member? What if my son that is now five was not, was actually in a regular school versus daycare where I can pull him out of school and it's not that detrimental to his academic career, right? Like it is kindergarten, first grade and so forth, especially me having to be careful with how many live events I choose to have either on the weekday or even weekend, I lose time when I travel to the East Coast. Now, clearly we can just get up and drive to Vegas, but what I consider even for live events is how much does it cost us to host the event? And when you do things on the weekend, they tend to cost more. That's why, hint, hint, I was doing a lot of live events outside of the conference on weekdays, more so for our mastermind. But again, there was no cap on how many workshops I could have, but it did require travel and additional costs. So I also realized that if we did have it in person and I wanted to make it available clearly for as many people that can fit in the room, I had to take in consideration that a lot of people that may want to come to that event that may find me on Instagram, they may be a therapist that has never invested in themselves. So that may not be the person who who believes that the value of like a in-person mastermind is quote unquote worth four dollar signs, right? Or a program of five dollar signs because 
All they know is getting licensed and getting CEs. And most CE workshops back in the day were in person on a Saturday, six CEs, $189 if you wanted lunch. And that was early bird special, right? Um, Or you can go online and get free CEs or just like low cost CEs, right? But the way that I stood out is that I did not host CE workshops that were mental health related. They were all business related. And the reason I did that is to position the types of workshops that I was doing to also showcase my other products or services. That is very strategic. There's nothing wrong with that. You should be doing that, right? So after considering all of this, it led me to the decision after August, 2021, and really looking at the live events that I had done to that point, because I had did a few in LA, even just to have to drive there. But like, you know, I want to make the event like pleasurable. I want to have them have good food or go out to lunch or dinner or whatever the case may be. The numbers did not match with how much therapists were willing to invest in CE workshops, if you give me, compared to how much it costs to host the event. So I don't like being in the hole. And we were not in the hole because people actually coming to our live events actually upgraded to various programs. But it just was too many moving pieces and I just did not want to deal with it. So go with my energy. Okay. So that was the what and the why to like the changes of the CE workshops. And that's why we do all CE workshops, at least right now, you know, online. Okay. Now let's go into a program that is more of a secret society called the scale Academy. There's been different variations of this program. One variation was elite coaching mastermind called the tab team. The tab team got the context, and I'll tell you in a moment, of like a core shell, but they did not get one-on-one, but they did get live events. And that's a whole nother podcast episode with when we looked at the finances, what that showed us and taught us during a season where we were even able to have a live event. Okay. So remember I said earlier with like CE workshops and why I started doing that along with that membership was Branding and marketing, funnels, group practice, mental health expansion, email marketing, and like workshops, right? So keep those in mind when I'm talking about these last two programs. So when you look at this Scale Academy, my goal was to create a stepping stone so that by the time they hit the mastermind, they would have already started their group practice. They would have already started building their back office. They would have already started launching something. And then they're coming to me to enhance the process fix whatever needs to be tweaked so that they can run faster. So I'm looking for people in the mastermind level who have already executed, already making money, and they are ready to truly scale their time. They're not ready to learn how to scale their time, okay? So with the Scale Academy, the goal was, or whatever variation it was, is select a service beyond one-on-one therapy, okay? Just select the service. Once you select the services, then we're going to go in depth with a variation of all those categories I mentioned through a core shell. So like I said, branding, marketing, email marketing, funnel, group practice, etc. I realized that we got a problem. We had a problem as a professor because I'm logging in or my team is logging into the portal and I'm recognizing that there is a lack of people logging into the portal to do the work. When I start listening to DTA students' testimonials, I started recognizing something very, very specific that they would say. Something like, 
I love the structure of DTA because it structures us for success. We don't get overwhelmed because each section or module is locked. We can't go to the next module unless the module before that is done. So it forces us to do the specific work in front of us, or we're just not going to get like what we invested in the program and nobody wants that, right? So you need to finish what you started. So I recognize that when this program came into play, in addition to the mastermind, because some of this overlaps, that because the portal was more like a playground, and I'll explain why, people started to get what's called shiny object syndrome. So if you could imagine, we're going to have different groups of people in that program. The basics of that program is to teach you how to show up better as a leader to answer your higher level questions in terms of delegation. At one point, it also talked about group practice when it was a lower level of the mastermind. And the goal was just like DTA, but at a higher level, a scalable level, our goal as a company was to help our students now create a profitable operating system for a scalable business in which you can fully remove yourself and your streams of income are still making money. You cannot do that in a private practice if you are the solo practitioner and you have a solo practice. You can do that after some time with a group practice. You can do that through digital products. You can do that by selling your books through email marketing. You have an online store. But there are some streams of income that you clearly need to be present for, right? So some of the benefits clearly to this program was the idea that it would start teaching people how to scale. However, if I were to put people into two categories in these programs, it was either group practice and or it was, which is what it is now, is mental health expansion services. Like you want to do groups, you want to go out into the community and, you know, et cetera. So even though they can all learn the same thing outside of group practice with the hiring of therapists and more stuff that goes in that back office, which is why we took it out this program and only applied it to the mastermind, the goal was that you come to the coaching call, that you show up and tell me what's going on in your business. And if you say, hey, this is what I want to launch. We're going to talk about what you've done. I'm going to give you the launch processes. I'm going to tell you where to go in the portal. But it's your responsibility to log into the portal. So what I've noticed over the last three years is one or two things are happening. Either people look defeated and or overwhelmed. Why? Because a lot of the things that are taught in this program are new which means that it's a foreign language. And it's a, when it's a foreign language, to, to most people's minds, it is boring. I don't want to learn how to be a more effective leader, even though you want to learn, right? I don't want to learn to build SOPs, but you know you got to learn, right? I definitely don't like email marketing, but I realize that, hell, if I don't follow up with people through email or through text or something, or even a DM, then there's no follow through, right? Because people are overstimulated right now. People see too much in their inbox right now. So how do you stand out? So I also realized that during our Q&A calls, because this was not like DTA where I'm like even teaching anything. Well, I don't teach anything in DTA. It has a core shell. But I realized when they were showing up, they had great energy, you know, for the most part. But I can tell based off people's questions when you have not watched a lesson. Better yet, I can see the portal that you have not touched the portal to all my students who are listening. Right. And so I like to see students win whether it's tangible or intangible. I need to hear about what's going on in your business. Therefore, in order to do that, you have to apply the course material to your business and then fully 
and finish launch out the product or service to see a win. So prime example, one of our students, um, I'm going to give her a shout out right now, Asterisk. She actually posted in our DTA community, but she's in our scale academy, right? And one of the things that she highlighted was, I'm so happy that I listened to Dr. TK. I finally just scrapped everything or paused everything and focused on one thing. And as soon as she paused, I didn't say like she threw it away, other streams or other ideas. But once she honed in on one thing, y'all, for like 30 to 60 days, she filled up her group services that she wanted to offer her community. But she may not have been able to do that or she wasn't doing that when she was or what a lot of people call scatterbrained. You're trying to like implement multiple streams of income at the same time and they're new. That sounds crazy, right? Also, what we're doing about it as a team is we're reviewing the data of the different variations of this program for the last three years. And some of the things that we're noticing off the bat is people are not logging into the core shell. Um, they may or may not be showing up to the coaching call. For this program, they're pretty good. At least we get 75% of people showing up to the call. Some people are not watching the replays. Some people, not the whole thing, you know, they're not giving us statuses in relation to like where they need support, what is their business doing. Um, but we're also looking at student performance and show rate. So I'm just sharing this with you because this is technically quality assurance that I'm sharing on the back end in terms of what me and my team look at to determine if a product or service is going to be relaunched, if it's even going to be continued and or if it is going to be laid off, meaning I will go back to it later. OK, so last but not least is the what and the why of the elite coaching. So this program is a little easier to talk about because you've seen how we went from hyper focused on solo practice into exposure CE workshops, into let's take that exposure and now let's teach you something in the Scaling Academy programs. And then from there, let's actually fully scale your time, scale your money, okay? Because now you have been married to the stream of income and we want people in the mastermind who are married to the product or service that they're gonna go all in on for a container, meaning a period of time, okay? So take everything that I just mentioned in the Scale Academy and a little bit in the CE workshops, and I want you to add on, we're going to go deep, deep into group practice. For two years only in the mastermind, we did digital products. I gave that up and gave that to my mentor, James Wetmore, because I just want them to have all the Lego instructions for anything they want to launch versus just having what you feel like launching this year and then you want to add something next year and then what? You got to renew? Okay, that's fine. But what if I told you that he can give you 11 execution guides for launching different types of things? The only caveat is that his 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 products and services may not add on or they don't. What I add on, which is the mental health side of more so protecting your license, but he does a damn good job of making sure that you understand what is your offer, crafting your value for your offer, how to talk about your offer and how to launch your offer, okay, for digital products, okay? So with that said, the pieces that I kept was group practice and expansion, mental health expansion, like going on into the community. But this program adds on the one-on-one access. So the one-on-one access has changed over the years, but every student has received some form of one-on-one on a Zoom. And then also we started to mix in Voxer in the last year and a half, which has been awesome because that's kind of like having me on call. And the ECM students have no limits, but I do reel them in. Like, why are we talking about this when 
you were supposed to be executing from what you told me like a month ago, you know, on Boxer. So I do like keep them focused. So why did I create this program? I wanted to give them one-on-one access to ensure that they were implementing their ideas. But more importantly, I wanted them to now start to mastermind in person with other like-minded clinicians that are also at their mindset level and financial level. If you look at all the other programs, they are more structured like courses. Courses is teaching you something. Then you have support Q&A calls. ECM has a course shell very similar to the Scale Academy. A lot of the information that the Scale students have is the ECM portal minus the group practice portal, right? Because that's like a whole nother ballgame. But I want to be a, I wanted to be able to create a container so that they can also know that everybody's on the same playing field because it's very honestly difficult to find other people within your industry that are all like big thinkers, like, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that nobody else in any other program is a big thinker, but their thinking, their questioning is way different, okay? I'll just keep it like that, okay? So I wanted to give them one-on-one access. So this was my idea. I wanted to take the idea that they had, that they had already launched something, right? And I wanted people who were ready to execute And I wanted, like I said, somebody to be married to the idea of the product or service and get ready to work. I do not want anybody in this program who's contemplating if they want to divorce their product or service. That's a no-go. Why? Because the container required them to do an application and an interview, and they were chosen to jail and mastermind well with these other people. The mastermind experience in person or online is what makes or breaks the mastermind experience. So you can have a mastermind online. We used to call it hot seats once a month. You can have masterminds in person, right? But at the end of the day, all of our students were taking action after either the call and or in person, okay? So this is some of the things that we've noticed over the last seven years of working with our VIP clients one-on-one and in groups, because I did one-on-one first, okay? There were a lot of variables that helped me tweak and enhance and or change levels to this program, honestly, at least the group aspect over the last three years. I first offered the group because the students in one-on-one, not all of them, but some of them were like, do you got other people kind of like the DTA thing? So I started the group component in 2020, going into 2021. So it so we've had a cohort for 2021, 2022 and 2023 at least as a group. But before then for like 4 to 5 years I was doing all one-on-one throughout the year when I would have availability. So the group aspect is great when they come together. The container has been more questionable. Our container for 2 years was a 9-month program. We realized that with that 9-month program, there was a fall-off period. So we took that in consideration and implemented that in this year's cohort where their program was more nine months. It was still nine months, but the way it was structured, you know, there was some overlap, but it was just like some changes in the the structure of the program. What we noticed is even with some small tweaks, not too many changes, is that there was still a fall off period, but it wasn't as big. So what we did to cover the fall-off period. And when I say fall-off, I mean, people are not showing up to the group calls. People are not showing up to the live events, okay? So if they're not doing one or both, they're actually 
mixing up the experience of what the mastermind is supposed to be because we choose people to fuse their minds together. The mastermind is not supposed to be me teaching while you're sitting there. Okay. And I had to teach the first year students that for the second year, because they were expecting me to teach. And I'm like, that was your very first mastermind just so I can get you acclimated. The goal is that y'all come in here ready to mastermind with each other. And I'm the facilitator. I will teach you when you come with specific questions, like we call it rapid fire. Okay. And we'll be doing that at the conference this year. Um, but the, the container in terms of the length of time has been questionable. The live events also questionable because I'm gonna call it life starts lifing. Some people come into the program knowing that they can come to one or all of the masterminds and it, it just doesn't feel the same. Cause also people are looking forward to like seeing one another, but, but I know that opportunities come up. Um, I know that family stuff comes up, like things come up that make sense, but I'm just sharing with you the things that have been repeated for the last three years, at least in the group. Okay. So our reflection um, by looking at at least the last three years, plus all the other things that I did one-on-one is that when there was a requirement to come in person, what played a clear role that was not in our control was the pandemic and inflation. This program literally was birthed where I launched it in public as a group during two different seasons of our economy that is a roller coaster still to today. So if you wonder why I survey my audience so much, why I ask so many polling questions in these Instagram communities via email on calls, even if you're in our programs, I'm not doing it so that you can think that, oh my God, like what was she coming out with now? It's not that. I'm trying to figure out how to enhance the products or services that we already have or that we may need to bring back because things keep changing at the drop of a dime where even if we did want to have more things live, there's no guarantee that everybody's going to come. I mean, we're having a conference and literally up to last week, four weeks before the conference, we got an email from like one to two people, I believe, saying that they can no longer come. Now, could that be that people are, this is not in my control, people may be waiting to the last minute to get their plane ticket. Let's just say if extenuating circumstances did not present itself. So did people wait to book their hotel? Did people wait to get their plane ticket? Well, yeah, it's going to be inflated, right? But I gave all of those stipulations like a year ago, or I gave them in the beginning of the year. So again, those are things that are out of my control. But at the end of the day, I could not have anticipated how the pandemic or inflation may have impacted the show rate for live events or let alone how people show up online with whatever else is going on in their life, right? Also, just like in 2020 with DTA, I have realized with this particular program, anything that has to do with scale in our mastermind, I have to reflect every year and choose to pivot. If I choose to try to do The same thing, and I'm sitting here telling you in a long expanded podcast episode, plus probably some other episodes in which I've talked about it, and I'm explaining how during these reflection periods or quality assurance periods of the success of the programs, these are things that are wrong and some things are based on clientele, some things are based on economical shifts. I'd be a fool to like be shown that for the last three years, something is repeated itself over and over again, I'd be a fool to do it again. So I like share with my husband, we take walks, especially when I'm feeling a little anxious. And we took a walk today. And I said, you know, what do people say? Like, you know, uh, you do it once and you know something is wrong. All right, I'll give you a little pass. 
The second time, I'm giving you the side eye. The third time, shame on you. So I don't want to be the fourth time, shame on you. I made tweaks because last year I didn't make a lot of tweaks. This year, I made some drastic changes (laughs) to the structure of ECM. Okay. So with all of that said, yes, there are changes underway. Okay. There has been changes internally in our company over the last six months. We have let go of some team members, few in the last year, just based on where our company is growing. And we want people to grow with our company. Cause that's something that I also want you to take in consideration. If you're trying to scale your business, somebody who is in your business at the growth level may not be necessarily like on board based off how they show up, their ability to learn, their ability to get after those results and get out of their comfort zone. They have to be willing to scale with you. Okay. And also just like operate within integrity, like in your company. Right. But We've went through team changes. We're going through program enhancements and changes. And again, this is why I survey y'all so much. So I greatly appreciate in the last two years, anyone who's participated in any surveys that I've done live, that I've done through email, through our forms, that I've done through these Instagram groups. Um, you know, you may have uh, told me in the DM, whatever it is, I love, 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 and am super grateful for your participation because especially if you're already in our community, just bottom line is I highly value when y'all talk back to me. Okay. And so I love my business. I clearly love the company. Right. And I just always want to ensure that my clients are winning. Okay. Yes, I do a go, I do go above and beyond what most coaches are going to do. Let, let, let's cut the bullshit. Right. A lot of coaches are going to take your premium investment and they ain't making you talk on the call. They ain't breaking you out in the breakout sessions. They're not pouring into your mindset. They just like, if you ain't got no questions, I ain't got nothing to say, right? And in DTA, I would say that that's the only program where I can anticipate in the in the first few weeks of the program, unless they already have a practice and they're really looking to like relaunch it and just like work their systems. Most people don't have a lot of questions. It's mainly me going through each module and pulling out a specific piece and then asking, do they have questions about that piece? And that usually loosens them up to talk and or I'll put them in like a, a breakout session so I can make sure that they're implementing things that are in the portal, at least the things that I feel like people may try to stay away from Loki in the portal. I'm like, nah, you, you about to do it on its call, you know, but at the end of the day, I love my company. So I do go above and beyond and I do not believe in an exchange of you investing in my product or service and me not delivering more importantly, you know, over delivering, right? I tend to under promise and over deliver. I want it to be to the point where you feel like you robbed me. Like I want you to get so much value out of my products or services or even held this podcast. That's free. You know what I'm saying? I want you to get so much where you like, I can't believe she giving all this out. Like this is crazy. And I get people all the time. Like I would have for sure pay way more than what you charge. And that's not making me feel devalued. That's showing me that I'm winning because if you're winning, I'm winning. I don't win if you don't win. And guess what? Even for your therapy practice, if you have one, if your clients aren't finishing therapy and you have a a high pre-termination rate, that's very indicative of you. You don't just put it all on the clients, right? Because you chose them clients. You said, yes, come on my caseload. Okay. So if you want to know more about what is going down in 2024, especially as it relates to the scalable programs, I'm just going to lump them all together. You do want to tune in because I got more to say. I'm going to start walking you through whether it's getting prepared for the conference or the processes of when we do decide to drop information 
for whatever we're doing next. We will let you know. But in the meantime, I want you to gear up for our Therapist Who Scale Bootcamp. It is completely free. It is a three-day bootcamp, but there is a catch. I'm not telling you to date because I find that a lot of people will use that as an excuse not to learn information to scale their business. And we're really going to be focusing on how you can look at where you currently are and honestly determine if you're ready to get married to scale your business. A lot of people say they're ready. And then when it comes down to building those systems so that you can catch the money, it's like, y'all don't need to do all that. All right, well then stay with your solo business, solo practice, right? Where it's just all about you. You don't want to hire no help when you off work, when you go on vacation, you ain't making no money. Cool. You have that right. But we want people that come to that workshop and allow us or allow me to entertain the idea of what life can look like if you have certain systems in place. So we're going to help you assess those systems. We're going to talk about what's possible. And I'm going to share a variation of different streams of income that we've helped our clinicians do and what that can look like for you. So all you have to do is head down to the show notes or go to my Instagram page. The link is in the bio, drtk.com forward slash links. Sign up for it. Once you sign up, and not be so focused on, oh, I can't go live. I'm not signing up. It is free. What are you doing? <laughs> right? So if you can't go live, watch the replay. Okay. But you do want to sign up because there's going to be more experiences beyond YouTube that is in an online community, very similar to what we do with DTA and the private practice boot camps. And those will go beyond the three-day boot camp that you do not want to miss. That's where the resources will be uploaded. Ain't no resources on the bottom of a YouTube page. By all means, catch the YouTube video. But at the end of the day, all of the actionable items will be discussed in more depth in that actual Facebook group. If you don't do Facebook, you don't do Facebook, but we're not going to translate the information over to another feed. Okay. So again, go to drtk.com forward slash links. The link is in the show notes. And will there be replays clearly on the bootcamp? Yes. Will they be available forever? No. Will they be available on the podcast? No. Okay. So I hope to see all of you in the Therapist Who Scale bootcamp. This is our last live virtual event for the year. We are headed to the conference on October 20th in Vegas. That is our last live event um, for this year. It is our last live conference. Hint, hint. That's all I'll say. And um, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.